Democrats are opposing federal tactics. They they don't want the feds going in and stopping these protesters from burning, looting, destroying. I do not understand this. This is what the whole election is about. It's about the fight to save our country. It is. Uh, it, it just is. And don't believe for a minute they're all in bed together. These people are one big Democrat orgy. Yeah. All of them. The newspapers, the, the television news stations, all of them. It's one big Democrat love fest, and they're all in. And they're all combining their tactics, they're slanting stories, they're doing whatever they can. This will fundamentally change America if Joe Biden wins. And folks, I tell you, that man is not competent to serve. He's not. And here's another thing. You know why they're trying, in my opinion, you know why they're trying so much to once again create a dangerous atmosphere in America that no one is safe because they don't want any debates. They want to continue to paint the picture that it is so serious and it's so deadly out there that nobody can be near each other. They do not want Joe Biden getting near Donald Trump for a debate. No. Usually there's three or four. They don't want it. If Joe Biden has to go in front of Trump and debate him and talk and use his own mind, mm-hmm. he's done. Yeah, I agree. They, they'll do whatever they can. It's too dangerous. We just can't put two presidents in danger like that. Uh, you, you watch. They'll do whatever they can. They do not want that man. He, folks, he, I'm telling you, um, and it's not his fault, but he is not able to serve in any capacity as president. No. He can't. He, he can't think clearly. Uh, he, uh, you know, he's pushing 80, um, he just can't and they're doing everything they can to help him. But this stuff, these, this stuff in uh, Portland, this should have been stopped two months ago. Their mayor, see, this is what, this is what liberal Democrats are like. All, all hell has broke loose in the United States in cities run by these guys. And not only has it broken loose. They know what the schedule is. If you wanted to stop it as a law enforcement organization, you could get there first and stop it. There, It's mayhem in every one of their cities. Democrats oppose federal tactics. City's mayor said agents are making it worse. How could you make it worse? The last two months when the agents weren't there, they have burned, they have looted, they have destroyed. The Democrats let them go into buildings and steal and burn. Mm-hmm. Steal and burn. This is that party. <sighs> Gerald Nadler, the little dweeb from New York. This is a matter of the utmost urgency. It sure as the hell is. Well, we why, need. Why aren't you doing something? The urgency is we need to stop it immediately. That's it. The mayor said that the presence of federal agents is exacerbating tensions in Portland. You've had tensions for two months out there without the feds even there, you lying little ass. (laughs) 
And you know where he spoke? On CNN. Oh, yeah, he was on CNN. He said federal officers are not wanted here. You see what the Democrat not wanted here? The Uni- Why don't you just come out and say it, you little... The United States is not wanted here. That's what he should say. Exactly. We do not want America in Portland. Then you don't get our federal dollars. You don't get our federal dollars then if you don't want America there. That's the way it ought to be. You could fall off the planet. You in California... As far as I'm concerned, we haven't asked them here. No, you just continue. They let they let them go into the federal buildings there. They wanted them to burn them down. We must protect federal property, period. That's what they say. Boy, what would happen if the post office was delayed and those people out there couldn't get their vaping <laughs> products? Huh? Boy, they'd be on the post office, well, wouldn't then, they? Then a riot would be okay. You bet. <laughs> They like that Fed. They like the Fed's part of those $1,200 stimulus checks. I'll bet those people cash those checks. You know, that was from the Feds. They lit the Portland Police Association building on fire. Peaceful protesters, right? We need to leave those people alone, right? You dumbass. 52nd night of unrest in Portland. Mm -hmm. 52nd. Mm Mm-hmm. What are they protesting anyway? Are they still on the George Floyd thing? I don't know, Paul. Are they just are they just protesting police? Joe Biden, police are the enemy. Oh my god. Oh yeah, this is what you're dealing with, folks. Police are the enemy. They put fence around the courthouse of protesters tore it down. That's 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 breaking the law. Yeah. Do these people work? That any of these protesters, how do you spend, fit? you know, I spend seven nights down in Acumal, Mexico, okay? <laughs> gotcha. These people have spent 52 nights in Portland. Yeah. Yeah, and got to have a place to stay, got to eat. Now, how how are how is this being funded? How, how are they maintaining their food, their apartments? Mm-hmm. Are you, are you what, doing laundry in there somewhere? Has there ever been a story on that? How yeah. do you how do you maintain your life? How do you pay your electric bill and all this kind of stuff while you're here every day mm-hmm. burning, looting, and protesting? Does anybody know the answer to that question? 52 days. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about a dozen people. We're talking right. about a pretty good-sized group. Right. Where Do, do you... Do you leave like at 4.30 so you can go home and do laundry and throw a chuck roast in the oven? <laughs> creamy creamy mushroom crock pot pork chops or whatever the hell you've made. That sounds good. I'll try that. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you do all day? Yeah. They're there all 52 days. Mm-hmm. And how are they being funded? How are they? How are you making a living? The hell do you do? It's crazy. Federal agents use gas against protesters, AP headline. They were aiming for the federal building. They set a fire right outside of it. They were to put it out. These people are lawless anarchists, just like the president said. Needs to be stopped. We're a nation of laws and rule. Listen to this. I'm telling you, it's just on full steam ahead. Just over 100. This is an AP story. Just over 100 days before voters decide President Trump's fate. Excuse me. Isn't Joe Biden's fate going to be decided, too? As as I understand it, it's equal, yes. 2020 has become a tale of two campaigns. 
Trump has demoted his campaign manager, blah, 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 his political spectrum, condemning erratic leader. Democrat Joe Biden appears to have consolidated his party's divergent fractions. You're so stupid. <laughs> You're so dumb. He's being led around like a little bunny with a carrot in front of his nose. Worked out a deal with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's going to be our energy secretary. This woman was a cocktail waitress two and a half years ago, folks. That's what she was doing. She was a cocktail waitress, and she's going to be running the whole energy department in the Green New Deal for America with $34 trillion under her belt or skirt or whatever she's Uh wearing. Yeah. He's worked out a deal with Bernie Sanders on nationalized health care for all of you. Oh, yeah. It's all going to be the same. You get it. You get what they give you. That's it. How about income equality? Do you like that? Oh, yeah. Income equality. All kind. He's just taking it all on. Pull out all the stops, no matter what. Walk out today by union workers protesting racial inequality. Kanye West stepped in it. He had this first event declaring himself presidential candidate. And uh, he went into a rant against Harriet Tubman. (laughs) I didn't know she was running. He said the underground railroad conductor never actually freed the slaves. She just had them work for other white people. And so uh, he's in a little hot water from his own. Democrats don't want him in the race. No, no, that's uh, while while it's great he's coming in on the Republican side for them, he's going to get a lot of votes. But you're not allowed to be critical either. Just like, uh, just like Martin Luther King, you know, uh, we, we still hold him high up on a pedestal. And now that we found out about his womanizing mm-hmm. and uh, all of the women that were in his life, um, you're not allowed to mention that. You cannot diminish uh, his accomplishments by that. These, these radical people. Oh, my God. You know, John Lewis <clears throat> died over the weekend. And right, right, right away, the old saying, never let. Never let a tragedy go to waste. Right away, the Democrats in the House, now they want to push forth a voting rights bill in memory of John Lewis. We don't need one. We already got a voting rights bill. Yeah. And it's very simple. Everybody 18 or older in the United States who's a legal citizen can vote the end. Right. That's the bill. We don't need a voting rights bill then. We already got it. It's real simple. It's a simple law. It's the most simple law that we have on any of the books. You know how how our laws and billings just to have a dog, uh, you know, when they can be out in the yard, mm-hmm. when they can be on the leash, when they can't, how much the license is. That is more complicated than our voting rights legislation that we already have. It's simple. You must be a United States citizen. You have to be over the age of 18. The end. There are ways to lose those rights, but that's simple. What do they mean by a voting rights bill? They mean this. Anybody that comes in and will vote for our side is legal. You don't have to prove you're a citizen of the United States. It's unfair. It's racist, by Mm -hmm. the way. Uh, That's it. It's racist. Um, That's what they all want in their voting rights bill. Their voting rights bill. You know, Joe Biden and the others, they all want to get rid of the Electoral College. They want to get rid of that. That's another one of their things because that way they can control all elections from here on out. No borders. No borders. 
Everybody here in the United States will become a citizen. No deportations anymore, that kind of stuff. Um, no walls. Free health care for all of them that come in. Why, we'll have people coming in from Bangladesh and Africa and all over the United States just to get free health care. And by the way, all you people out there, you have got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Either that or they'll print it and bankrupt us into oblivion, yeah. and it will be the end of America as we know it. We just do not have enough wealth in the whole country to pay for the things that Joe Biden and his libs want. No wealth, folks. You can take all of the wealth. You can take all the money that every business, every corporation, and every human being generates in a year, and it will not pay for all the things they want to spend on. It won't pay for it. It won't. It just won't. Governor Bullock's part of that. Don't forget, he's part of it. He's got his mitts right in there. Oh, yeah. He's right along with all those. I, I, I've said this before. I feel sorry for a lot of the Democrats out there who were searching for somebody to represent them, and there's nobody out there to do it. Yeah. Uh, because they sure, they they are not a Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Democrat. They just are not. No, there's there's many on the left out there that are not nearly that far left. No, no, they're not. But we have to we have to put it out. We have to put this fire out. We have to stop it now. We just we just have to. Our our future depends on it. Our children's future depends on it. Our country depends on it. Two hundred and sixty years of work that we've put into it all depends on it. You know, they they were considering if Nancy Pelosi. When, when it comes up to vote for her, for Speaker of the House, if the Democrats could retain control of the House, there's a movement now to remove her from Speaker and put Omar from Minnesota in. She's one of the posse. Yeah. She's one of the radical uh, posse with uh, Cortez and Omar and, and the other ones. She's the one that that said those terrible things about Israel and the Jewish community in the United States. And you know what? If she was if she's the speaker of the house, she's third in line to be president. Right. And that's one of the conspiracy theories going around is Biden will get in there then they'll declare him unfit. Oh and, yeah. And whatever gal he has picked. If if Joe Biden's elected president, Mark, he's not going to be making any decisions. No. None. Zero. They'll bring back the Obama people to to run all the departments. And Joe Biden will be in the bouncy balls at McDonald's. He'll be in the fun house. That's where he'll be. They'll make a little section in the White House for him. He'll have all the bouncy balls and a little slide and stuff over there. And and he can uh, he can sit there and tell everybody there's no bones and ice cream and and uh, all that kind of stuff. Because he will just not be able to do the job. And everybody knows it. They even know it. They are protecting him. This whole thing is part of protection for him. Shut down a coronavirus. Shut everything down. Do not let him out. Do not let him do any. Notice he's not doing any campaign speeches. No. He doesn't do any news conferences. He lives in his basement. And the only time he comes out now is when he comes out and he reads a statement that has been written for him. And he practices it. Right. And he reads it. And then he goes back, back into his hole, back into his cave. He never lets himself get in positions like Trump, where the guy could sit down with one of the guys from Fox News and they can ask him anything while they're sitting in the White House. Oh, yeah. Won't grant any interviews. No. None. So, 
you better make uh you better make some preparations now just in case. I have the utmost confidence in America. I think in the end, I think America wins. And I think Americans will send a message. But just in case, you better be ready for what's coming. Um, better save a little cash. Uh, the things that you've wanted to purchase for so long that will be threatened by that type of activism. Um, you, you just, uh, you should just be, be aware of that. You you know what the cost of food, you know, they'll eliminate Omar and Ocasio agriculture to them is a huge problem. It is. And they want to eliminate agriculture from the United States period, uh, except for hemp and a few other things. Will that grow good on dry land? (laughs) And and what kind of, what kind of machines do you need to pick that? I'm not familiar with the process. uh, you know they'll they'll buy our food, or we'll we'll create it, we'll plant base it. Mm-hmm. Um, but agriculture to them is a problem uh, with the resources that we use. Fossil fuel, folks, never forget that. Kiss it goodbye. No oil, no energy production. Your school systems, you might as well kiss that goodbye. You know all the tax money that goes into school systems from energy mm-hmm. in this country. Oh yeah, and energy production and the business it creates. Where's that going to come from? Oh, they'll just, they'll just, they'll, when they take all of your money, they'll just spend it. Socialism is a recipe for disaster. It always has been. It always will be. It will not work anywhere. And it doesn't. It limits freedoms. I just don't understand why people are blind to this. Well, they've been indoctrinated with the wrong stuff for one, but that's one reason. But um, More families requesting their children take classes remotely during the upcoming school year, according to our superintendent who will not come in here. 10 to 15% of students are requesting remote learning. You don't get to pick. The, you know... You only get to pick if we offer that service. Right. If we offer that service. There are other families that have been doing remote learning for many, many years at home. It's called homeschooling. Exactly. Okay. They, they've been doing that for many years, and they're very well educated too, by the way. But unless we have that option, of which we don't know yet, because we don't know yet, they still have not released the full plan. They're going to have a board meeting today, by the way, uh, which is nice because today's the 20th and school starts in 30 days. But uh, so far, you don't have that option. See, this is the thing where you just get to pick what you want. Mm -hmm. No, you you get to pick what we... You you get to pick what you want as far as going or not going, but you can't pick your school. Yeah, (laughs) right. We're not going to let that happen. Now, let's not let things get out of hand. Right. That's just crazy talk. Yeah, we're not going to let that. There's no school choice, but they'll let you choose what type of school you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know we had that option. Well, none of us know. Uh, and you don't get to make that option. This is what we offer, and this is what you're going to get. Hell, why not 
put something in that says, I want the math teacher to come to my house on Tuesday and Thursdays from 10 to 1. <laughs> Why don't you throw that in there, too? Well, you know, as long as we're asking for stuff and right. convenience, what the hell? P.E. on Friday, and we get out at noon Friday because we <laughs> like to travel. Why don't you throw that in? You don't get to make the rules. No. It's like vaccinations. If you don't want to get your kid vaccinated, you don't have to. But then you don't get in school. Right. Because the school has a rule right. where you got to have the kids vaccinated for measles and all that kind of stuff. That's the rule. You don't get to make it. Well, I want remote learning at my house. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do then. We'll set up a course with the teacher who's in school teaching all of her classes, by the way, and then put together an online course just for you. You don't get that option yet. You don't get that yet. Why well, don't feel safe? Fine. Fine. Then keep it at home. Your kids, yeah, yeah. Do you let your kids swim? You know what the number one cause for death for children is? Young children drowning. Mm-hmm. But they don't feel safe at that. But you'll let the kids go swimming in the summertime. Yeah. You don't get to pick. You get what the school has. I'll stand up for the school. The school cannot cater a individual education plan for each individual student. There's 17,000 of them. And our superintendent and our school system cannot do that. What works for you? How about about Tuesday from, let's do an evening one from 6 to 9. Would that be all right for you? You can't do that. The district's estimates where between 10 and 15% would request remote learning for reasons related to COVID-19. Uh, and and their risk factor is what? A large number have serious concerns about sending their kids back to school. Then don't send them. Right. But what I want you to do is I want you to spend money and I want you to cater to me. That's what I want. Then you teach them. You put a lesson forward then. One national poll found that more than half the parents would seriously consider switching to at home learning if schools reopen in the fall. See, and that's what has the school districts worried because they get paid by the student. Right. They get paid by the kid. The district plans to issue a survey now on the topic to help them get a better handle on the issue. That's great. <laughs> July 20th. <laughs> For crying out loud, Mark. I know. I cannot operate my business like this. Most people that I talk to in small business can't and won't. You got to have a plan. Here's what we're going to do. We got we got school starting in 600 hours. And now we're going to send out a survey and start asking people what they would like. Huh? Why why this, were, why this, were we doing this in March? This plan should already A, plan A, plan B and plan C should have already been in place. We've got it. We're administrative heavy in this district. We got so many administrators, we don't know what to do especially people that we have hired for curriculum and, and our online people, all, all kinds of people. This plan should already have been in place. Plan A, plan B, plan C. Now they're going to send out a survey. Why don't you give them 15 days to come up with that? <laughs> you know, 15 days. Right. That'll get us 10 days before the opening day of school. You know, this is why I love Waldet Cruzado from Montana State University in Bozeman. You know, their plan for reopening in the fall, they released that in April. So it can be done. 
they released it in April. Last end of last April, when the schools were shut down and they were doing their online learning, mm-hmm. they had already made their plan for the fall, starting early. They start August the fifteenth this year. They want to they want to beat the winter and the fall escalation of the virus should it happen. Right. Smart. Because if it escalates, they're out of it. If it doesn't escalate, they're out of it. Doesn't matter. They already had their plan in place. We're sending out, we're going to send out a survey, folks, in school district two. Uh, uh, today's the 20th. Issue a survey on the topic to help them get a better handle on the issue, which is crucial to plans for the upcoming year. Get a better handle on the issue. Look, you are in the business of offer, of operating an educational institution funded by taxpayers to offer an education for the kids. Right. Okay? You do not cater to individual needs. This is the product. If parents want it, they get it. If they don't, they educate their kids on their own or find some other different avenue to do it. We, we cannot be in the business of personalizing education for each individual family. It's impossible. You can't do that. No. And, and we're not supposed to. Look how difficult it is. These poor teachers. Look how difficult it is for a teacher, folks. One teacher, pick a teacher, fifth grade teacher, got 20 kids. Look how hard it is for her to educate 20 kids in her classroom. Each child, a different development. Each child learns differently. Each child is uh, a different IQ. They have different home situations. Each kid, 20 of them. And look how difficult it is for a teacher, one teacher, to do those 20 children. Imagine a school district now that's trying to come up with a plan to cater to 17,000 students based on what they want and what they need. You go into a restaurant. There's a, there's a menu there. There's 20 items on the menu. You can't look at the menu and then look at the waiter and say, well, actually, do you have a spaghetti carbonara? I'd, I'd really like that. It's not on the menu. <laughs> well, that's what I want. <laughs> I don't want the pork chops. You're right. I want the spaghetti. Yeah, you don't you don't get to do that. The restaurant offers you menu selections and you pick that one. Right. When you go into that restaurant, mm-hmm. school district same way. You go into the school district, this is what they offer. If they don't offer what you want, then you go to either a different a private school, a charter school, you homeschool, you do your online thing or you take them out in the daisies. Out in Yellowstone Park, and you watch the wolves run, <laughs> and you turn them into a Portland protester. Yeah, but they can't—they can't cater that. They already have enough different things. They've got special needs children. They have childrens with different with learning disabilities. They have all that. A trio of guidance documents from state groups and recommendations from the American Academy of Pediatrics, which is a favorite of Upham's, by the way, all suggest that districts make remote accommodations for students with risk factors that increase their likelihood of COVID-19 complications. 
Well, yeah, that's easy for you to say. Now, in defense of the American Academy of Pediatrics, the school district, don't forget, got $3.2 million to help with COVID-19 problems. All right, never forget that. In Facebook videos, Upham has emphasized that students with special needs who have formal learning plans and those with medical issues will be able to request remote learning. 